Today on Pin It Deep, Kentucky drops a game to South Carolina, a game that's arguably one of the worst in the Mark Stoops era. So we are pulling out the accountability mirror on Kentucky football, on us as a podcast later in the episode. A lot of deep conversation there. Big dogs of the week don't hit. Everything's just all systems failure. I've got nothing left to say. If you're listening, you're a true fan. You don't need to hear me talk. Let's get into the show. Go! Every time so others... Mm, mother, so go every time so others may... Every time. Get some! Live from KS Bar and Grill, introducing Pennant Deep... With Max Duffy and Miles Butler, presented by Kentucky Sports. Welcome in to Pin It Deep, South Carolina edition. Um, Going to be a pretty somber pot, I would have thought, today, given the events of last night, going down by 10 to the, the Cox. Uh, Miles Butler, Brent Wainscott, as always, hello to you two. Hello, hello. I thought we would open the episode with just some taps playing in the background, mm-hmm. little funeral-type uh, <laughs> environment here, but... Trying to keep the glass half full. Um, I want to start with a almost a a brag, but a brag in a way that I hoped I never would have had to brag. Start of the season, Max Duffy predicted we'd beat Florida, we'd be four and zero, we'd have all the confidence in the world, everyone think we're good, and then we'd falter. Um, we'd go down to Ole Miss, and then we'd go down to South Carolina at home. Uh, copped a lot of flack for those predictions. Unfortunately, I'm 100% right. Uh, and, and there's not much I don't know about football. I mean, this is, this is what he this wants to talk a, about he doesn't, he doesn't even want to do the whole like, oh, like, well, let's just – let's all have a group therapy session. No, no, no. no I was right. No. Yeah. You all were wrong. Yeah, don't we worry. Can, we yeah. can talk about I, the and game. And I hate it, Basically, but just, I was well, right. Why are you smiling if you hate it? <laughs> I'm right. It's just like instead of like – you're just slow dancing on the grave at this point. Yeah. Like you're In doing a burning it. room is what yes, he's doing. Yes, yeah. Uh when you, f- when you have four wins and 20 losses in your bets, you do have you to are. give yourself yeah. a little tap on the back every That's now and fair. then when you get That's something fair. finally right. How disappointing was last night, Miles? I don't think that the sky is falling like, every, like I'm saying a lot of people think. It was obviously a really not great effort. But even on – and I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm just saying this as a generality. It seems like every year, even in my predictions I had this, we have one game that we – weirdly head scratch why did we play that way we lose every year we do last year was at mississippi state we got blown out will didn't play well that hopefully is the one and only one game this year okay here's the problem that we see all too often and i want to get into a little bit we have a unbelievably annoying habit of one loss turning into two Mm -hmm. and i thought this year was going to be the time where we could get over that um, obviously, going down to Ole Miss, I thought, well, at least we've kind of got a soft ca- South Carolina team at home. We should be able to take care of business. No. We looked unenthusiastic, uninspired last night. Uh, the O-line was almost non-existent. I think we gave up six sacks again. Uh, uh, it, it, uh, this is a team, again, we talked about it on Friday, a team that, you know, they blitz a lot. They've only been home for four sacks all year. And they get six in one game against Kentucky. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think it is? We've obviously been in the locker room. I'll give my take, Miles. What do you think it is about scout? The players clearly, and for obvious reasons, have continually changed each year because you're only allowed to play college for a certain amount of time, right? So if it was just one playing group that had been through Mark Stoops' era 
and had and they were the only ones that had turned the one loss into two and all that. It's been new group after new group after new group has done the same thing. Do, is there anything you think you notice or f- find about our program? Uh, maybe something Stoops does, maybe something, maybe the mindset around the locker room. Why does one always seem to turn to two, regardless of new players coming in, new mindset, all those kind of things? I think it's just the SEC as a whole. Like, it's when you're playing good teams each week, and I know South Carolina people aren't going to say they're great. They've got NFL talent on their team, clearly. It's an SEC football team that's not even Vandy's looking better, but I'm not going to put them that far down. But they're still a good team that can play with all of your middle-tier teams in the country. If you come in and don't play well, that's what happens. I, I don't know if it's that we're just pouting and, like, really playing poorly the next week. I think it's that we're not at our best, and when you're not at your best, these te- anybody can beat you. When – you get hyped up in the off season like we did. Then, mm-hmm. as a player, it is a point. So, okay, this is. I'll get back. I'll t- rewind a little bit. I hate, and I know he does it for a reason, and it's fine, and that's what he should do as a head coach. But I hate when St- if I was a player, I'd be so annoyed. I hate when Stoops comes out and goes, "That one was on me. I didn't get him ready to go." Oh, yeah. All that. Like, I he used to say that every now and then in our meetings, and I would just be like to the guys, "That's not on the coaches for not being ready. It's about our ability." to prepare in a way that is going to have us ready to play consistently and well. Like, you can't – you get hyped up in the off-season. Everyone thinks that we're going to win 10 or 11 games, and that's fine. But then the mentality can't be once you lose one, well, the season's done and come out and put in an effort like that. It's about preparation, and don't be be allured by the outcomes and the the results. Just be – keep preparing the way that you're supposed to prepare, and and, and then the results take care of themselves. I will say – uh, I, from the outside looking in, I agree with you guys. Yes, the players have to execute. You know, Stoops has obviously had a great track record. The players play and the coaches coaches. But this was the rare instance in the Mark Stoops era where it looked like they just absolutely got outcoached from the beginning against a coach who is far inferior. And we haven't addressed the elephant, the massive elephant in the room, obviously, that Will didn't play. But you still shouldn't lose to South Carolina in the way you did. And from the first play of the game to the first series, and we'll get into it later because I only got to watch bits and pieces, but every time I did watch the game, Kentucky was on offense, and it looked like it was always some bullshit gimmick. They didn't trust Kaya Sharon to throw the ball five yards down the field. And how does – again, I didn't get to watch the full game. How did Chris Rodriguez not get a carry right. in the second half? Right, that's what was going to be the first true or not true of today. <laughs> so this not, is the True one or not true, Miles. Chris Rodriguez should be given the ball at some stage in the second half probably, if he's healthy. Probably a play that I would have drawn up yeah. in some way. I don't know how you get it to him. Maybe just turn and hand it, but that is maybe a play I would think about. One thing that I thought about, and uh, I can't remember. There, I don't know if it was an article there or something like that. I think maybe Brent maybe sent us something. I can't remember. It was our, our pace of play is very NFL-like. We obviously huddle. We kind of take a lot of time off the clock each time. When NFL teams get down in second halves, they air it out. They, don't, they get rid of the run game. It takes too long. They air it out. I don't think that that was a good tactic for us to have. When Will Levis is not playing and Chris Rodriguez was running really – I think he averaged six yards a carry or something. 5.7. It's not like he's just like – yeah, he was suspended the first four games. It's not like he's a different guy. This has been a top three running back in the SEC for the last three years. I don't I – and mean, we, weren't da- we weren't down massive. It was tied at halftime. Right. It was t- and even I – again, I didn't watch – I didn't get to see the first series after halftime, but if, even if South Carolina opens up down seven, when Kentucky beat South Carolina for the first time 
back in 2014, they were down 14, and what they do? They run the ball. When it was close with Vanderbilt in a game that shouldn't have been close in 2018, still it was let's run the ball, let's run the ball. It was a very uncharacteristic game from Stoops to be like, let's try to throw the ball with a guy we didn't even expect to play here. Because if we're honest, Bo left in fall camp. There's no way that they went to the season thinking Kai Sharon was going to take meaningful snaps. And he's a good kid. Like, Kai was awesome in high school and everything, but – I don't think he played badly. Well, no, no, exactly. I think he was given no opportunities. He like, didn't have much of a chance. Stoops mentioned right. it. I mean, yeah. the O-line was, was terrible. terrible. He spent half his time seemed to be scrambling around just trying to get out of people's yeah. way that were coming through untouched. And I don't know. I mean, we're not a big X's and O's football. I don't think the wide receivers blocked very well from the looks of it whenever they tried to get to the screen but game. But to your stuff point like to that, that, run the fucking ball. Right, Exactly. Exactly. Do you think the there's a little bit to it this year where our, our team identities kind of become will in the passing game? Part of it do the O-line struggles, and last night you take that identity away and we kind of didn't look like we had any sort of direction. Freddie said in the pregame show that 73% of our offenses come through will or mm -hmm. 74 or something, and he said, I said, well, wouldn't that be normal because he's the quarterback? And he said, no, it's extremely high. And I said, okay. And he said, so if you think that we're not going to struggle on offense when you take out 73% of our production – then you're kidding yourself. And I was like, yeah, but we run the same plays with a quarterback that is not as good but similar. And, no, it didn't happen. It was exactly what he said. Well, and I, I don't know what goes into those stats exactly, but even the 73%, it obviously – now, whether or not it should have been, I don't know. But they clearly limited the playbook last night. So not only did you have a key piece of your offense out, but you had a less plays than you normally would have well, available. Just getting into that, he put Will back in the game. Kentucky still hasn't scored more than 19 points on offense in an SEC game. We're supposed to have the number one draft pick on this team. We've got studs at wide receiver. Offensive line is suspect, but those guys can still score and make plays. And if you're throwing the ball 73% of the time and you're still not even scratching three touchdowns, and at this point in the season you are who you are. You can't wait around for the offense to turn it around. The offense is not being ran properly. I'll go back to what I was saying. The pace of play doesn't help that either. I mean, we play extremely slow, and we play NFL-style football where we're really trying to limit – the other team's possessions, and it does that doesn't lead itself to high scoring. It does not. So that it's not you so much that we're bad on offense. It's just of the time when you're the Buffalo Bills. You correct. Can't, you can't do it when you're Kentucky. I agree. I, I think Chris should have ran the ball way more. Um, and the O line, true or not true, but I mean it is what it is at the moment. It's not good. It's it's banged up. <laughs> it is. It's if anything's ever been banged up, it's them, and not even injury wise. Just they're just not. They're just smoked. not playing well. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's – I don't – I saw something today was is maybe Kentucky's playbook too complicated for them. I, I don't know enough about offensive line. We did have the expert come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just that they're be getting beat one-on-one. -on -one. I, don't, I don't think it's a scheme problem that's too difficult for them to understand now. No. You, I mean, you yeah. watch back on some of the sacks, and it's just guys just completely missing. Because it's not missed assignments yeah. for the most part. It's guys just getting beat one-on-one yeah. -on -one with the guy in front of them. So, I mean, we talked about it again at the start of the season, and Eli was All-American and all that stuff, like we said, but you lose both tackles. Both were on NFL rosters at some point. I don't think that the guy from um, what, who's the LSU, I completely uh, forgot his name again. I want to say that's obviously not He was with us for one year. Rosenthal, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I don't think he ended up on a roster, but um, Darian was, and Luke was a third round draft pick. To lose those, we've, been, we've had the advantage of being able to walk up and know that our own line will dominate each, each year. That's not the case this year, and now we're starting to see how important that is. It can't yeah. help for the young guys, though, and, and they should be playing better. Again, this is not a coaching thing, and you know, obviously, it, 
in the correct world and everything's fair. John Schlarman's still the offensive line coach, but it can't help these guys either that they have had now three offensive line coaches in three years. No. It can't help, no. like, but it, they still should and be executing at a better rate. I'm sorry, as I'm smacking some Haribo gold bears. Um, <laughs> it, Stoops also said after the game, it, it doesn't help the O-line too when we just get into predictable pass and they're just able to tee off on us, which it, that's what happened in the second half. Again, hand the ball, run the ball. Run the ball. ball yeah. No, I agree. I, I, look, here's the thing. Scangarello's had some great games, and this is a little bit like Cohen. Like, he's ha- had some great games. Has he? I okay. call it the whole miss game, he called well. We dropped some balls. and like I, I thought last night was his first time where it's like, oh. And now we know nothing about offense. So to, for me to question it, that's kind of like, yeah, but we don't really know what's going on. But I thought last night was his first bad performance. I thought Ole Miss, he did really well. Yeah, I, right. I know people are hating on him right now. We just turned the ball over late, which you can say that's partially on him. I don't think it is. But we had plenty of yards, plenty of ball movement up and down the field on Ole Miss. Last night wasn't great, but you had a first-time starting quarterback in, so I'll probably give him a mulligan for that. I loved the first play I actually of the game, liked it a lot. Even though it didn't work, I loved That's it. What, if, if it does go for a touchdown, everyone right now is like, what a stud. Yes, okay, yeah. but what do you do from there? Like you, th- you, you threw the, you okay. the kitchen sink. Do, do it again. Yeah, you kick the extra point if you score a touchdown. You know what do you do? Okay, how do you? They should have run it again straight away. Do it again. The next play, the first yes, time out. Yes, the first yeah. time we get it back. Do it again. It was a great call. I loved it. I, this is. I will say that, the play. I, the play I loved was the touchdown where they. They set that play up with the the pitch tosses. They kept a little doing. bit Eddie Grant in that one. That was a great. That was a great play call. Yeah, I will give a little that, bit yeah. Eddie Grant. Uh, what else have I got here? Oh, another missed kick, Miles. And this will be the last bit of serious stuff before we tee off on something here. But well, don't forget the blocked punt either. The block punt. Well, the block. Yeah, the block punt was just like I don't know what happened. I think they must have miscounted the front or something because three guys came through untouched, and then mm-hmm. it was two guys trying to block four. Yeah. So that was uh, that was not ideal. But <laughs> the missed field goal again. Was it anything that you saw? I mean, it looks to me like people don't realize how much the snap and hold, even if it's a little bit off, gets in your head as a kicker of this doesn't feel right as you're swinging your leg. I think the snap, all of that operation's kind of gotten to rough a little bit because that's not one he normally would miss. No, and he did not hit that well enough. He's not hitting the ball clean right now. And, I mean, he's had a pretty good career, but he hadn't looked good lately. But you got to make him going forward. Uh, have to. No, no, no. What do you, you have do? to. What do you do, though? I mean, because it's like we but, said. Okay, okay I don't think you bench thing, him. You just, I don't think you bench him. No, you don't. Him. No, you he can see But yeah. this is when, and as a special teams unit, I would say that there's not a whole lot of sometimes maturity in there, particularly once they lost a very old guy. Mm. But there's not a whole lot of maturity. Why are you looking at me? There's <laughs> <laughs> not a whole lot of maturity in that room. And it's. The ability to give the feedback and be, become better as individuals and have trust in the operation that you're doing and being able to go out there and execute. And I think there's a lot of finger pointing in that room at the moment at each other and not a whole lot of get the mirror out and look at yourself and work out what you need to be doing better. Um, so that's just so like a culture thing. I would I mean, in that room. It's, but yeah, it's within that room because that's yeah. kind of a room that's – I mean, you have a coach, but that they're not connected to the rest yeah. of the team as well. But that's also what I'm saying, though, and not to make it about uh, Louis Matsakis again, but like – is he the type of guy who goes in that room and it's just like, guys, like we got to figure this shit out? Louis gives yeah. you every opportunity to succeed if you Correct. want to do the work and if you want to communicate and want to get better. But he's very hands-off a little bit in terms of like, 
if you don't want to do that and you're not very driven, he doesn't he doesn't really push you to do a whole lot. He just is happy for people to be who they are and enjoy it. It is college football still. I, I'm making a bold prediction. None of them are going to be NFL players. So you want to enjoy the experience while you're doing it too. And he makes the, it very enjoyable, but he's also there if you want to get better. And he has all the mental st- training stuff as well as the physical stuff. He's perfectly fine. It's just a lack of... I think it's a lack of leadership and maturity in that room, honestly. So. Even though they're older guys, I don't think there's a whole lot of feedback being given and a lot of high accountability practice sessions, For I would say, but that's just my guess. I think the good news going forward, you've obviously got to address it in the offseason with new guys. You can pretty easily pitch the you can come in and play. I mean, Ruffalo's leaving, yep. Collins leaving. Both of those jobs look completely wide open yeah. for the next Chance year. Chance is leaving too, isn't he? Uh, uh, he's got one Chance more year if he wants to, year. yes. But, I mean, you should easily be able to pitch to a transfer guy or a Juco guy that you can come in and play. Um, our last true or not true for today, and I kind of respected it, but uh, it sucks and you, you hate it. Stoops just gave him the biggest layup of all time. Did you see Beamer post-game with the glasses? No. Nah. Yeah. You didn't see didn't it? Know. Actually, it was, it was, he said, it was tough. He said, uh, so they did like, so Stoops had the whole – culture over climate he's yeah. like it's very easy to change the climate it's very hard to change a culture he had a dig at him then in the sec media yep. day also had a dig said it's very easy to chuck on a pair of stupid sunglasses and a hat yep. uh beamer said hey we want to be classy here at this football program or whatever and let's keep it classy in the media but there was a certain comment about us looking stupid in our glasses and our hat well what about this? And put the glasses and the hat back on and started dancing again. In the As he room. should, though. Yeah, he, should. he should. I respect it. I mean, hey, you're going to talk the trash. You've got to keep your back it up. But, Otherwise, you open yourself up for stuff But like also, people are going to look at that and be like, oh, okay, Shane Beamer. It's almost like when the Bears won the division a few years ago, and it was like, oh, yeah, we beat a bad Green Bay team for the first time in a decade. Shane Beamer's going to look at that in five years and be like, oh, we lost to... No uh, one cares about the Bears. I don't know why you're saying this. <laughs> it no was an can. analogy. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. these Packers it's only because Packers, Packers lost. Today. lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a real. Imagine waking up hungover from the wedding, knowing what happened on Saturday, and getting up at 9 a.m. to watch the Packers lose in another continent. <laughs> it's just being a sports fan is honestly, if we think about it, really dumb. Uh, I love it, but it's dumb. Beamer, is that, I li- I kind of like it though because it's setting up a little rivalry. Yeah. It's setting up a little rivalry. Now, we've always kind of like, it's obviously been Georgia up the top, and then there's been a whole bunch of teams trying to work out who's going to be second in the East. Uh, South Carolina, we've kind of had the wood on them, obviously, for a while. Yeah. yeah. It's, we've had the wood a, on the cocks, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we've had the wood on the cocks, for sure. It's a little bit of the Eli Drinkwitz from maybe 2020 or something. Hey, we've lost to these guys like five times. This is not happening again. And they, I mean, they... Beat the shit out of There's us. just so much turnover in the coaching world in the SEC. It's nice to see a little bit of rivalry there now to where it's like a little bit of continuity. i, I got to be honest. I still don't think it's a rivalry. Like, Not yeah, yet, but it's you got your of – No, but little things like that start to contribute to it. Right, but I think that means Kentucky's going to go in there next year. And it's going to make it a great hype yeah, next that's year. That's true. Yeah. Great hype next year. Um, also, before we get to a uh, hard question, uh, shout out defense. Congratulations. They played awesome, and they've been playing awesome the whole year. And they're, like, putting up with turnovers on the one-yard line and block punts and missed field goals, and they're, they're playing unbelievably good. Someone said something about the de- – oh, you, I had okay. a, you I have had a, a, some uh, feedback? I had a certain fan that I watched the game with, and he or she, definitely she, uh, only comment from the whole game was just, our defense has got to play better. <laughs> 
as if us barely being able to move the ball on offense had anything to do with us losing. We, but we, we gave up seven points in the first half because we turned the ball over literally on the one-yard line. That's the only time and they scored. And that's the only time they scored. And then the second half, they got a gimmicky one, and then they, I think they scored from, the, from another turnover, I believe. So, yeah. So... I don't know. Shout out defense. I don't know what great. game she was watching. Yeah, defense and it's no coincidence as well that the defense has been the stars. Why? Brad White came on the show. Uh-huh. Come on the show and yep. you will play well. well Last well, year, we had a habit of picking the play. The player that was on our show the week before was player of the week the next week. It, Actually, really we was, had like yes. a little like five-week stretch. Yep. And for some reason, they're not doing it. So come on the show and you'll, you'll perform. This is a high accountability area here up the top of KS Bar. Think about the stars we've had on, in, in this show. Will, Chris, Josh, Luke, NFL guys yep. all over the – Wandale, obviously. Wandale, yeah. Come, come on the show. Mark Stoops. Mark Stoops, yeah. Yep. You. You, Brent. You're you. on the show. You are in the Wandale hoodie right now. Yeah, the Giants maybe won Stoops, today. Maybe so. Stoops should make it like a mandatory if a group – like right now, the specialist group. I would send them to us for an interview right now. So we are the – or you guys specifically are the therapy up yes. for – Okay. Um, I'll give one more little thing of serious stuff and then we will get – well, it's probably going to be a hard question, which would be serious too, but one more little thing. When you prepare as a football t- – this is the only thing I will say about – ever negatively about Coach Stoops and the whole coaching staff. When you prepare for football games and when you prepare for a season, there is no game that is bigger or smaller. Correct. You don't need weeks where you're trying to fire the team up and get them going. That is not a thing. You're supposed to prepare so you consistent, you consistently prepare the exact same every single day so then you're able to produce at a consistent level. It's not about some games being bigger than others and some weeks preparing like harder than others. You just prepare the same all the time, no matter who you're playing, and from January onwards, you just do the same things that you need to day in, day out, so then the results take care of themselves. There's no special magic formula. And I find sometimes that when Stoops, because Stoops talked about really trying to fire them up this week. I remember one week where he really tried to fire us up against Missouri. We didn't shoot a shot. I think some weeks when you, you go away from the usual preparation and you're like, this is the week we really need to get fired up. Some weeks, I think when that's started from Monday – that can be a long drag of a week. And you get to Saturday yeah. and you're just shot. You're just flat because you've been up and about the whole week, him yelling and screaming and getting guys going in a positive way. Yeah, he does right, it. Right. But, like, I think you get to Saturday sometimes and you're like, I'm, this is, I'm exhausted. Well, yeah, and kind of with what you're saying, people sometimes act like there's a limited amount of energy that you can have for the year. And it's like we really need to get up this week. Yeah. No. No. It's you don't need to get up this week for, like, a big opponent because if you're waiting for, like, the Georgia week to really rally the troops and right. get everybody going and you reach and it's not there that week, you're in trouble. We just, talk, just do it every we week. We talked about it last year, I think, at some point on this pod about a comment that he made. And, this again, this is the only negative I ever have. And he said, um, you know, get in your extra 15 minutes of film. Get in your – this is the week. Get in your extra 20 – no. Do the exact same that you do, do each week. week. And if you've got time to do 20 extra minutes of film study against Georgia, you should have it every week to do it against every opposition. Yep. There's no special weeks and there's no extra effort weeks. Well, especially when you've set the standard up for the fan base. And not saying this is all on stoops. I mean, everyone was talking about this is, this is finally going to be the dream. And I still think the dream season is very much possible, not this season, but in the stoops era. But when you build it up as this season is finally going to be the one, and we're six games into the season, you're four and two. You've already put the pressure on that every week is the week. I've, you know what I mean? I've, it's just, uh, yeah. I've saw the greatest take, and I 100% agree with it. Someone said it was Matt Jones's fault. 
for hyping this team up too much and like he set them up to fail so that's 100% on him I agree whole season so far and its failures are all on that I also love the tweets too and I'm scrolling up in the morning and it's just like I fucking hate KSR (laughs) I just hate KSR all those guys do is talk like when we're winning, everyone's like, great stuff. And then when yeah. we just lose, it's like it's all on KSR for losing. Like, you just it hyped them up fault. way too much. Yeah. And I agree. It is 100% on that. I will say, if anyone listens to Pennant Deep, I, 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 as the one employee of KSR, I, I feel like I'm very transparent in saying that, like, I personally don't know shit. Like, I'm just up here having a good time with you guys, too. <laughs> so to anyone who buys any stock into what I say about – anything like i'm in the same shoes you are that's you know not I mean? well that's, that's not, not a worry no you, that's, you, yeah well yeah. i know, I know. <laughs> you're I not know. setting yourself up very good here because you're about to ask us a very hard question we Difficult. love dick gabriel we love hard dick mm. this is the hard dick question of the week brand what have you got for us you got something good yeah i mean this is probably the hardest one that you all ask because it is doom and gloom like what do we chucked a blue pill in this one yeah so from the from this point forward as a fan and as former players I mean what do you what do you do now it's it's four like four and two we were expecting two maybe three losses on the entire year Tennessee looks like a legit playoff contender Georgia still Georgia and Mississippi State's coming here next week and they look really good too what do you do at this point like just as a fan and as players obviously you say oh on to the next week but as a fan I would say you probably uh, go to work and do your job and then wait for the next game to happen on Saturday and then you watch the game and yeah. cheer, cheer, tailgate. cheer yeah. on yeah. and maybe get your beers and your food ready and all those I knew you were going to do that shit. I knew you were going to do that shit. I knew you were going to do that shit. What, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Obviously, obviously you're still excited. As in what's our predictions? No, no, no. Obviously, you're what still excited. Okay. Obviously, people are still excited. They're going to go to the games. They're going to have a good time. How they, like they're going to tailgate. But okay. for those who were had the expectations of this is a dream season and you still got six games left to go. Okay. Like, what do you do with those expectations? Just, like, piss them away or, like <laughs> – What? Okay. Well, you all I know, understand. You know what I'm fuck- Okay, so stop being okay, a dick. Can we word no. it? Can we word it a this little has better? To be better. As in, like – as in, do, like do – what do you want people to do, though? Just give up on the season? I don't really – How have- do you prevent people from giving up on the season at four and two, six games win, into the win season the next that you're game. Win the next one. We have to, ta- we have to win this one. I, I mean, it's uh, – the expectations and the mood of the fan base are not, are not decided by the fan I base. I understand. They're decided by the team. And so if the team plays terrible like they did last night and they lose two on the trot when we should be 6-0 and right now, then clearly people are going to be disappointed and very frustrated. If you take care of business against Miss- – well, it's not business right now. It's going to be tough. We're mm. underdogs. But if we take care of Mississippi State, then all of a sudden there's some excitement again. Because if we only lose two games for the year, that's an unbelievably good Still, season. yes. And right? You, you would then beat a really good Tennessee team and a really good Georgia yeah, team. Yeah, and go, go win those games. But that's you basically have to do that now to keep the – I mean – You do, but, I yeah. mean, you have to win – I don't think that saves the season. Like, I still think if you split those two games and you win out, I know that's a tall order. If you're nine and three and you win it's a big bowl game, yes. that's a really good year. It is. Yeah, it's not great. It wasn't what we thought it was going to be, but it's still a really good season. But what's the likelihood of that at this point, though? Well, here's the thing as well, and this again, it, the playing mindset, and, and this is how devil's have, advocate. I'm yes. still rooting on the cats every Saturday. As players, it, clearly it's on them to make sure that they get it done this week, right? As a player, again, when you prepare from January, uh, the day after the bowl game, up until the season, you need to have a mentality that some things during the season are going to go wrong. There is no perfect season. There's plays, there's games, there's multiple weeks where things aren't going to go right. Your mindset can't be, I'm going to try as hard as I can 
until the perfect thing is done. And then as soon as like we can't be perfect anymore, I just give up. And that's what it looked like last night. It yeah. was like, yeah. we think we're going to go 12-0. Oh, we lost a bad game that we should have clearly won. And we made a lot of mistakes. Fuck and that, it. that leads yeah. to always and, one last turning into two. And you can't have that mentality. You have to, when you're a player and coaches, set this up by the way that they talk to the guys. But your mentality has to be that like things are going to go wrong. And I need to run in my head all these scenarios of how things can go wrong and how am I going to deal with that. You don't just put it away off to the side of, fuck, I just hope that doesn't happen. It's all right. If we lose one, as a punter, right, if I kick a bad one tonight, what's my response going to be? Am I just going to go sit on the bench and put my head down and be like, oh, damn it? Or do I say, okay, if, when, not if, when I'm going to kick a bad one, what is my response going to be mentally so then I don't have those down lapses? And that creates consistency because you're able to respond when one or two things don't go well. I didn't, I did, did you like that? Actually, yeah. That was a good soapbox. That's not bad. That was a good answer. I mean, that's what you've got to do. You I'm actually impressed. Thank you. I didn't think that was going to come out of you today. I thought you were a little hungover. You look a little tired. But no, that was actually a pretty good soapbox from you. Uh, what else have we got here? We want to get to a few Twitter questions. Yeah. While you get to the Twitter questions, I'm going to go turn the fan on because it is actually toasty. Up so, here. okay. Yeah, go. Yeah, you talk so, about that while I do that. <laughs> we sit up atop KS Bar, right? And all is the most temperamental room in the world. You can either come up here and there's no in-between. It is either 110 Sauna. or zero. Like, actually, I brought a snow jacket with me today because I was like, ah, oh, it's definitely going to be cold. Because nah. it's it was absolutely freezing last week. Come up here. It's about 115 degrees. Yeah, and I'm in a I'm hoodie. sweating my ass off up here. So it is, it's one of the craziest rooms. Brent's about to blast the fan for us, thank God. We might get some circulation up here. Uh, it's a crazy... Crazy room. Okay. Twitter questions, lads. Uh, we've got a lot, so I'm sorry if I skip your question, but we try not to do repeats or things that we've covered. Um, so let's go... Jeez, uh, there's not many questions. We seem to be getting a lot of statements. I like that. There's yeah. a lot of statements. We don't get many questions a sometimes. Lot. Maybe we just react to their statements. Like... Eric Johnson, I think we are still basketball school. We haven't turned the table just okay, yet. Okay, we need to talk about that too. The amount of people, uh, the amount of Kentucky fans who are sitting there waiting on a loss to be like, oh, basketball school, you're not a fucking fan. Yeah, you're just not. Yeah, just support both teams. Like, put can. on your sweater vest and go sit down there and be happy and, you know, enjoy your rich life, but no one gives a fuck that you prefer basketball over football. Is he okay? <laughs> that was like a very angry statement. It is because it's, it's, it is really dumb. Like, Okay. okay, you want to go watch Kentucky play like um, – what, what's, well, okay. what's that school in fair, Pittsburgh? To like, be fair, this, none of this happens at all if Calipari don't open up the can box. 100%. 100%. I mean, he opened us up for all this and it was always going to happen. Jim, what change can be made to the team that would improve their execution, Miles? <laughs> I mean <laughs> – <laughs> if we knew, we'd well, be doing think, it. Wouldn't yeah, we? I'd be coaching for an SEC team if I knew how to fix that. Uh, Will I, being I think, back I think be Will handy. being back would be a Flax really good first step. Flax being back would be step. nice. Jacques Jones. Okay, but is yes. that why you didn't watch? Because he yes. wasn't playing. Yeah, that's exactly it. That was also, a protest. Here's his. Uh, if we had a boy of the week, I understand you have a job that is at on three. I understand that. We do a podcast where we cover Kentucky football. There is one game per week for 12 weeks of the year, and you decided you'd just skip this one. I had a wedding to go to. <laughs> I watched as much as I could. Was it on at the wedding? Yeah, but it was kind of like down in, in the cellar. 
So I had to like leave. What with the dead bodies? <laughs> Just like there, the, the the venue had like a bar and stuff like oh, in it. So okay. you know, whenever you know it, it was like a slow slow dance or something, or they're cutting the cake, I would I would you know go down and catch catch a few plays and then come back up and then uh, uh, ce- celebrate dancer? the black wolves. Are you a good dancer? Uh, I'm okay. I, d- I will say I had this. I was the first groomsman in when they do the introduction at oh, the that's reception. That's a tough one. Because wow. you really got to you got to set the bar yeah, high. You don't want to be the funny guy, but you kind of have. To, I don't know. That's like, a tough spot. My the the bridesmaid who I walked out with. She was actually like really cool later on, like in the night, and like opened up and like you know was was. She opened up later on. She's got a boyfriend, and it's not even. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. I, I'm gonna cut that part out <laughs> okay. really because I don't know. How do I respond to that? Like well, you could say you yes said or she no. opened up later on in the evening. Yeah, but you gave me that look, and I don't. What look? What look? The, you know, the, 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 <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> just don't give me that. Any, <laughs> anyways, but like before everything, she was kind of like you know, res- reserved, yeah. a little tight. Okay. Yeah. So you know, we didn't really have a dance. I just you know walked in, and it was it was cool. What was yeah. the best song they played at the wedding? Man, it was a rough set. And this is going to be playing to my Larry Vaught question, but it was a rough set. It what was do you mean? Like, like the selections were not good. We didn't get anything after the year 2000 wow. until like 1045. Wow. Okay. And then it was still like party rock anthem, and it was like, what the fuck? Um, like, it's just bad. We've got a couple of special teams questions, but we've kind of already covered that, um, so we'll skip those. Um, Brian Frick, can we stop calling our O line the Big Blue Wall for at least a couple of years? That's a title that should be earned and not inherited. Ooh. They're more like the little blue gate right now. My dad the said gate. the same thing. My dad the said gate. the same exact thing. Uh, I mean, <laughs> your dad's Brian Frick. My dad's name is Brian. Wow. Uh, I mean, I got to agree with him a I little bit. I do agree with yeah. that. Uh, unfortunately, the big blue wall has turned into the little blue gate. It should be like a helmet sticker type deal. Ooh, like, like Ohio do, State. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think like maybe once you have earned your. Place. Would we give it to anyone on the O line right now? I think, Eli, I think Eli Cox has played well. I don't, I don't watch the O-line enough to know. Haven't crunched enough. Because, I mean, because half the time we are watching and running by or running behind the defender who got behind him. So, Joshua I mean. Knight, does it bother the players how the fans act after – no, does it bother the players how the fans act like after a loss? No. I don't think – I don't – I don't It's not, a little bit frustrating when people are fair weather, but there's plenty of people that are not – to where if everyone was that way, it would really be frustrating, but it's not that big a deal. Uh, one pet peeve of mine was guys coming off the field, and the first thing they do was go to Twitter and put their name in and see what people have been saying about yeah. them. Yeah. Because who cares? Those people don't know. Now, unless you're within the walls of the locker room, you don't know what the play was called, what was supposed to be executed. Now, there's obviously overarching themes that you can see, but people don't really care. And honestly... Most of the guys move on that fast. It doesn't matter. I was about to say, I was thinking about this this morning, um, and I've fallen victim of this before and just being a fan my whole life too, is like I think once fans live within the reality that the team's success in the long run probably means more to the fan personally than it does the player is like just an easy pill to swallow because then it gives you perspective to be like, yeah, that sucks, but like these kids still got to play. And we – Because, I mean, like this loss, it does suck and it will stick with – the fans, but the players, like, not picking anyone specific, but once they go on their lives, like, yeah, it's going to suck, yeah. but that's not going to, like, we haven't done ruin as, their week. We haven't done it as much this year, too, but we saw some pretty relaxed guys on Sundays last year. We had a great yeah. season. Like, they, they were over some of the losses pretty fast. So yeah, yeah. and fun. that's what you have to do. Yeah. I, I mean, it's fun. You guys obviously care, but it's not life or death for you guys, and I think fans sometimes need to realize that 
the success isn't like Robert Reed. I don't think it's offensive. So he's he's figured it out. Okay. Mm. I don't think it's offensive coordinator problem. I really believe it's an offensive line problem. Five sacks, numerous hurries, and it's a disruption for the offense. I think my question is, so he thinks he's not sure, but mm. this might be his question. Can the O-line solve its problems this season, or is it just something we have to deal with? I think the offensive line is what it is by now. Six I mean, we're, we're too far into the year to where it's like – I, I we could improve it by maybe getting a few free agents or something. That's about it. And I don't know. We obviously don't know enough about the offense. I guess you can try to tailor the plays to help yes. get the ball out quick. But, like, it, the the offensive line isn't miraculously going to get better at this point. Not way better. No, I wouldn't have thought so either. I mean, obviously having flax back will help, but I can't see it getting back. Uh, true or not true, this is from Bryce Bailey. Steve Zahn has been calling plays. Is it Zahn? Is that how you say it? Steve Zahn, I think yeah. so, yeah has been calling plays, and Coach Gangrello has been on full break for the past, past couple of Saturdays. Also, forget burn the sip. How about burn the offensive script and run the damn ball? Dude, I like that. Dude, practice that one in the mirror. Yeah, he's yep. waiting on that one. Big eight-mile guy. The, the tough thing, is, and I don't want to harp on it, keep going back to it, we should have beaten Ole Miss. I know should have, could have, would have. We actually should have won the game. And then this week you don't have Will. Probably should be 5-1, five 5-0 and one, five and oh with Will into this game. Like, we still are good. Yeah. We're yeah, still we're fine. fine. I mean, it, it was always going to be a not a tough ask. I really still think we should beat South Carolina, but it was going to be a tough ask without Will. Clearly, yes. and yeah. I mean that that's just unlucky. And that again, when I go back to my prediction at the start of the season, things happen, and it's tough to win SEC football games, and little injuries happen. I think I said at the start of the year, knock on wood, I hope it's not Will. But if Will goes down, we're going to look like we're going to, yeah. and that's exactly what's happened. Yep. So um, it's hard to win football games. Um, what is the latest on the three receivers? BB, TR, and DK. I love that we've got little uh, things like that. All look banged up at the end. Would hate to get Levis back and them not be available. I don't have the injury report. Well, I don't have the injury report you, with me. Be- haven't seen them. I've not seen them. Have not seen them. No, I haven't seen them at all. Any have idea, you? Brent? <laughs> you're, you're our injury man. Uh, I didn't even know they got hurt. <laughs> uh, I don't think they are. I think they just look tired. I think they just look tired. And, Probably. Yeah. I've uh, got beat. Um, special teams question again. Um... Not lots of people blaming Scangarello. Uh, Aaron Wagoner, I hope I said that right. Who do you think attempts the next field goal, Ruffalo or Poor? Ruffalo. Yes, yep. it'll be Matt Ruffalo. It'll still be rough. Um, what is the – okay, Ryan Ray. This would be a good one, I think, to almost – Robbie Rogers has a good one, actually. Not a question, just stating a fact. Nick Roush is awful. I mean – that's great. Is that, is that your burner again? And hashtag FNR, and I think I know what FNR stands for. <laughs> did, you watch, did you watch the uh, rapid reaction we put out yesterday? Uh-uh. Oh, the what video? Did he do? The video, That's yeah. the worst video. It came up today on my YouTube. Was he I, trying to be funny again or just, something? You just need to see it. Okay. First off, his outfit I was, was gonna, insane. No, my only thing was the outfit. His outfit was yeah. terrible. I don't know who these Describe kids it. must have dressed See, him. the thing is, I don't think it would have been terrible if he would have picked the hat or the shirt. But when you put Describe both it, together, I'm, it I'm looked like, it right looked like so he was going it. into uh, Operation Desert Storm. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, it was it was really, really bad. Um, Ryan Ray. I do like it. I just didn't like the combination. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, not much can make that man look good. Ryan wow. Ray. It looks like the door has shut on the dream trip to Atlanta, which has kind of sucked the life out of the fan base for the moment. Hopefully that is not the case for the team in the locker room. What is the realistic season goal now – other than the cliche, take it week by week. All right, so if we go around, if we go around, Miles, I'm sticking with mine for what I said preseason, 7-5. What is he wearing? <laughs> Miles has just shown me the photo of Nick Roush. 
Is he jumping on a <laughs> something over to Afghanistan in the next few weeks? What's going on there? And you can tell Drew's just like, what is this guy next to me? Like, what? Actually, what? Nice uh, on three hat, though. <laughs> Go ahead and finish your um, question. So I'm going to stick with my prediction. If you guys had to make a prediction, obviously, given the record right now and what's coming up, what's our end of season record? I'm going to assume that we get Will back next week and that he's back the rest of the year, and I'm going to stay 8-4. and four. Realistically, um, he can go to Atlanta anytime during the season. Um, but for the Kentucky record, I'm kind of back into your all's camp of eight and four, seven. Man, Mississippi State, they it, we could go into the bye four and three. Like that's a real that's a real thing. So um, not good. Dog, you're not going to get yours. I said seven and five still, just like just I did at the start of the season. Yeah, dog, the caviar king. Brings up a good point here. He had a few questions for us, but I'll just go with one of them. If we went six and six, yep. could we see a massive portal exit? And honestly, I don't think so. No, but I, I will so. say this. If, and I hope this is not going to happen, if we did, let's say we went seven and five or something, Will is leaving. We've got some unbelievably good wide receivers. Yep. You can't tell me that there's not going to be an Alabama, Ohio State, Tennessee knocking on the door going, hey, if you want to come to us, we might win a few more games than those guys. Like, you want to play in the national championship? We – I hope that they love Kentucky and I hope that they're loyal, but you can't tell me that those wide receivers are not going to have someone looking at them going, hey, you know, we've got a five-star quarterback over here. It's going to be firstly important for us to get a really good quarterback in the portal to keep those guys happy, but also just to – we, if we can scrape eight and four or nine and three, it's going to be massive for keeping them. Because I, I, I mean, I would. The future's bright. I mean, yeah, but not if we lose them. But I, don't, I don't, I don't think any of our receivers. I mean, we're going to lose Tavion, obviously, but I don't think Barry, Barryon, and Dane are just looking at the portal. That's no scoop or anything. I don't, I don't understand why they would. At, well, but like, I to his point, like, if Ohio State came knocking and said, "Hey, yeah, <laughs> you all want to come win a natty, catch, yeah. catch a thousand yards and, and be in the conversation for a natty," like I can see how that would be appealing if you're a big a big name guy. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, but the guys who come to Kentucky don't—they come here to make Kentucky that. They don't come here expecting, like you know what I mean. I mean, because Barry on Brown was a five-star, he could have gone anywhere. Could have, but like I think part of it was they thought Will, which Will has been good, and Scangarello's been. I think he's been pretty good NFL-level guy. Like, those two guys together have really, I think, helped bring those wide receivers in. You're losing one of them. Hopefully you don't lose Scangarello. But, I mean, if we're going to go back to maybe average quarterback play next year and running the ball more and Ohio State says, hey, come catch it for uh, – yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like, I, know you, I know you're shaking your head in a no, way that I think a fan would have, no, like, no, no, I no, hope no. this is not going to happen. But it I could, yeah. you, it's, That's yeah. not, it's a realistic thing that could happen. I think it's more likely Kentucky gets – a, another great quarterback than they do an average one. That's obviously no guarantee. I agree, I agree with but that. But when you look around college football, the best quarterbacks playing college football right now, obviously, you know, barring Ohio State and Alabama, even though they are the two Heisman front runners, are transfers. Will. Uh, this will be the, good. The, I want to see if he can do four. Will. Okay. Adrian Martinez. Fuck yes. Wow, two. that is two. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hold on. Give me a second. Uh, was Hooker a transfer? Hooker was a transfer. I was about to say yeah. When you were at Texas? Quinn Ewers yeah. as well. That's, yeah. Yeah. Jackson Dart. They are 6-0. and oh. He beat us. Yeah. So, I mean, um, and obviously. Are you saying Rattler's good? No. Rattler beat us. <laughs> Transfer. 
transfer. Yeah, transfer. But, and then if you want to look at Heisman's, past Heisman's. Stetson Bennett, technically transferred. Joe Burrow was a transfer. Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, all Jaylen transfers. Jalen Hurts transferred. Didn't yep. win a Heisman, though, but Didn't, yes. But he's, yeah. Been, yeah, he's done all right for Philly. So yeah. basically, MVP this year. Yeah. basically what I'm saying is it's much easier Aaron now. Aaron Rodgers transfer from Juco. He did. He, he did. did. Yep, right. Cam Newton also a transfer. Cam yep. Newton. Yep. yep. Well, this is not a history lesson. Baker what Mayfield. I'm, did you say him? Yeah. 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 Baker transfer. Yeah. What I'm saying is I think in the transfer hemisphere, it's more like. Bo Allen. Yes, yeah. correct. Can I, can I continue Terry Wilson. Saying? Can Terry transfer. Yeah. That's true. Stephen Johnson. Patrick Tolles transfer. Yeah. Tristan Yeomans. <laughs> Tristan Yeomans was, yeah, normal, he was down at New Mexico Military Institute. He, Max, kind of transferred. Yes, I did. Different Curtin, leagues. No, different Curtin leagues. University. Went to Curtin University okay. for a year. I think I am more optimistic that Kentucky would get a great quarterback before we would lose the wide receivers. I agree. Okay. Last well, one of the One Twitter. more thing okay. on that because it just ties in. We have – it's the – obviously it was a high priority before – that wide receiver room is going to be looking at Stoops like, hey, like actually go get somebody. Yeah. Not to shit it's on more of a responsibility right now, now. But because it's – and I heard somebody say this preseason. I forget who it was. It was one of the analysts, and I thought it was a really good point of the recruiting departments now are, okay, can we go get good transfers to come in? Can we get high school kids? That's the two. And the third one that's equally important now, can you keep who you have? Yeah. Yeah, and if that's going to yeah. be – Can you win it, enough games to keep you good players? Because, like, yeah. I would say the biggest strength of our team this year – has been defense one, but a close second is the young receivers. Yes. And if you lose that and you just go back to defense and nothing else, you're in trouble the next few years. Particularly with, I would say, it would be a fair statement to say there's not a whole lot of elite talent behind Chris Rodriguez as well, and he's out after this year as well. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you – Well, well, they have been – we joke about banged up. That running back room has really been just bones all year. I mean, and you lose Ramon Jefferson too, who is supposed to take on – some of the Chris duties of just, you know, being a – Does he have any more eligibility? Yeah, I think he's coming back. Transfer. Yeah, also yeah, a transfer. transfer. Yeah. Where's he from? Uh, Sam Houston State. There you go. Um, Lisa, this is the last one, and I want to do it for a specific purpose. No, I hope – no, well, not Lisa. It would be nice okay. if she wrote into the, into the pod every now and then. Think she listens? Yeah. wonder if she's opened up ever, like uh, Brent's dancing partner. Wow. Um, how this is? I'm doing this for a specific purpose, so I'll answer this own question. How can recruiting fall off so bad on the O line? This is from Lisa. Look, I think, and you don't want, you never want this to happen. You always want our talent to be as good as it possibly can. But if there's ever a, a compliment to John Simon, then this is this, it, is, this it. is it. And you don't understand how hard it is to recruit well and to identify talent and bring them in. And he did it at an amazingly high level for how. What's the word? Not struggling. Well, yeah, struggling of a of a football team we were when he first started yeah. there, and he was still able to recruit the big guys that dominate SEC football at a very high level. And we have struggled obviously since then. Well, a lot of them have been in. You got to recruit the state. That's where they've gotten all these guys, though. Like that's the foundation of the Big Blue Wall comes from Kentucky. So, not to say it's just banks on the Kentucky producing great O linemen, but like that was. That was I mean, all right. Uh, let's Luke Fortner, Ohio. Drake Jackson and Landon Darian Young. Kennard, Ohio. Drake and Landon. Logan Stinberg, Alabama. Two of the better ones are from Kentucky. I'll give you that. Yeah. Eli Cox, though. Eli Cox is from Eli Kentucky. As well. yeah. I, and I think the Jagger big thing was Schlarman well. too. Young, but Schlarman, not to say the guys weren't didn't have potential. 
most of them weren't huge recruits. No. Landon was a pretty no, big identifying one. talent. Drake, identifying guys yeah. that you can develop into really good players. It seems like that development, or at least that eye for who has the bigger potential, has fallen off. I mean, Keontae, what's Goodwin or Godwin? The Goodwin. One, Goodwin. Yeah. He was, what, top 100 recruit yeah. or something? It doesn't seem like he's panned out yet, or obviously he would be helping out. So maybe it's not even identifying who's the best uh, star guy, but getting the guys that can develop into somebody really good. It's the South Carolina network of Twitter followers must have got hold of my tweet last night when I said we were at our best with our backs against the wall and the chips are down. Tonight will be no different. I predict a shutout. That was over seven seconds into the game, I think. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of retweets in the last hour, so someone must have alerted I love how Steven Garcia – I also did put in there and said uh, this aged very well. Yeah, yeah it did. Uh, I love how Steven Garcia takes. is just trying to hang on to relevancy by talking about, like, he played ten years ago. Yeah, so. that, was, that was ridiculous. Yeah, well, um, Steven. Glad you're uh, working the Twitter spaces for South Carolina. I called a football game on Friday night. Boyle County Rebels mm. versus the Lexington Catholic Knights – I tell you what, Brent, you probably didn't follow the scores. Do you know who won? Uh, no, I was at the rehearsal. Miles yeah. got up there for a half as well. Uh, one of the it was a, actually an unbelievably good game, and I know this is not a Lexington Catholic or Boyle County, but I just want to talk about it for five minutes, Miles, because it was great. It fun, was first a great game. They almost didn't let me on there. All right, here's here's the start. So, Brent, I get a text from the guy, and I'm doing it with. And he messages me and goes, by the way, I did get both of your words in. I yes. did. I said, did. kick he it. Did. And he I did. said, two Jimbo's, one, one stone. There we go. Um, so I get a text from the kid uh, that does the broadcast, which, by the way, they do a broadcast every, for every event, football, soccer, basketball, volleyball. volleyball. It was really like, impressive. Everything. And these kids just run it all themselves. They fundraise all the equipment. Like, it's unbelievable. Shout out to them. Um, he does a great job of calling the game, too. Uh, there was a few technical issues <laughs> at some stages. Uh, Which you're used out. to. Yes, correct. So he sends me a text, and this is the only downer of the whole night. He sends me a text and says, we've talked to Lexington Catholic. We're going to be in the booth, um, so it should be good. We can stay out of the cold. I was like, perfect. All right, well, I'm not going to bring a big hoodie or anything like that. Then I'll be able to sit there. Guess where they put us, Brent? Where? On the roof. On top and of the it was bus. so cold. Freezing cold. Absolutely cold. I was shivering the whole time. Uh, Miles came up at halftime to try and break some of the wind for me because it was just so fucking cold. Um, Lexington Catholic go down 20-0. I'm putting the uh, – I mean, Mason Wolf, the O-line coach of Lexington Catholic Knights, was on the biggest hot seat of all time. It was absolutely burning. They come back, win 28-27. to Wow. And take down Boyle County, who was number three in the state. So it was, it was awesome. Miles, did you enjoy it? I had a really good time with it, actually. When I came up there at the beginning, they said, we don't let high school kids up onto the roof. But then I finally showed them my credentials and at least showed them I was over 21 and not a kid in high school. Um, I don't it's actually really – know if that's more beneficial. What? It was harder to call the game than I thought it would be. I mean, not that we were like the main ones calling it. The, the kid was doing a really good job with it. But you have to pay attention, and you can't just talk shit like we do on here. No, you can't. Like, but we were talking a lot. We had a few nicknames made up for well, certain. And they like, had Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel was the quarterback. Probably the greatest that. performance I've seen in he my life. He was slinging it. Slinging it, running around, avoiding <laughs> 30 guys before we would throw each one. Brent, I saw something that I have never seen before in my life watching football, and it would have been incredible, but they fumbled it out of bounds. Greatest kick ever. An onside kick that just kept bouncing and bouncing and bouncing, and they should have recovered it on the five-yard line. And he, yes. like, caught it, but then, like, got tripped, and then, like, the ball came out of his hand and went out of bounds. 
the five, five yard five. Yes. It rolled all the way to the five, and they like, it was a huge it. moment in the game because yes. they obviously need to get the ball back. I think they were down still, were they yeah, not? They yeah. were still. Why would well, you clearly, onside it up? Yeah. yeah, sorry. They did two onside kicks that they should have recovered and didn't get either uh, one. But and one still of them was on the five. Ooh. One of the people listening to the broadcast and a big Boyle County Rebel fan, Larry Vaught. Mm. Love Larry. Um, surprised that he wasn't at the high school game. Actually, I'm not sure if that's a legal issue or what that is. Um, but Larry was writing in. He seemed to love the broadcast. He tagged me in about 200 things again. I told Larry to send a message to the Boyle County fans and tell them to get up off their seat. They sat down and gave no, no, no noise the whole night. It was a disgrace. I will say, Larry promotes you more than you promote Pennant Deep. I know. So, I mean. He does. Larry loves you. I love Larry. It's strange. It's very strange. <laughs> Maybe you and Mary should get, Larry should get married. Well, Larry's a strange man, and he's a peculiar man. But do you have an obscure Larry Vaught question for us this week? Brent? Yes, it does tie into what we talked about earlier at the wedding. Okay. So you're, imagine you're DJing a wedding, or maybe you're at the wedding. What are three songs that, like, you, you have, like, it's, like, because I didn't get any of them, that you just have to play at a wedding? Oh, I mean, the, well, you know my I, favorite You're going to say yeah. Shout. Shout is say the shout. best yeah. wedding song, maybe just song. Top five song at least, but it's, best wedding song by far. There's always like the cheesy ones though that like have just. I know you've really got to please the crowd. Like you've got to do like a I don't know like YMCA or like you know what I mean just the gimmicky like okay but ones like, that the 80 year old granddad will come out for and he'll be like I'm gonna get in this one and dance and everyone laughs has a cheap laugh. But like once the sun goes down and like you can't play. Party once people rock start to loosen up. Once people starting to loosen up, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. You gotta you gotta have. Th- Three or maybe less. I mean, you just gotta. You have to play them. What would they be? <sighs> Gee, that's that's how you put me on the spot. I, know it's on I the would spot. just say three Kings of Leon songs. Well, yeah, we had Kings of Sex on Fire at Tin Roof was, was just playing. unbelievable. So, so that's good. During the game, that's good. But yeah. like, you also think to yourself, oh, this would be good. And then like, the dude did like a oh like let's play Coolio's uh, Gangsters Paradise. It's like. Yeah, that's a great song, but you can't dance to it. Correct. So yeah, it's, it's really, be it's really yeah, awkward. You've got to go with like one of the like either wobble or like cha cha slide. Shouts great. Cha cha slide. Yeah. Something like that that everybody Cupid, knows. Cupid shuffle. Cupid shuffles yeah. really good. Something like that where you can get everybody moving. You guys suck. What? But but the, yeah, but they're gimmicky. That's no, what I'm saying because you, you want to get the old people. No gimmicky. On the dance I'm saying floor. once the old people like have kind of filtered out and everyone there is maybe. Let's let's go forty eight and under because four so, forty eight because there are, what? No, 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 hold on, hold on, like this there's forty eight. Okay, why not forty seven? Like, okay. so you have something against Max? Forty eight. There's a few outliers and okay, so the average. Okay, let me phrase that better. The average age okay. is but the average age is between twenty and thirty. A few outliers with like some who are forty eight or whatever. Okay. Kids are typically gone by this yeah. time, I would imagine. What are you playing? And, and you, the thing I, is, I just don't think you, you say that. Is there a right answer Brent, to this? You're, you say that like as if that should be a question that we would relate to. I'm like four months or five months away from being outside that bracket. Wow. That's I true. But, but you can at least say you, can, you are one of the outliers. I'm in who it are right like, now. Yeah, I'm not 48 yet. But you're, yes. you're one of the outliers who can come in and like dance to a good song and have a good time. Okay. Like, don't like the non-gimmicky stuff. Like I think you got to at least play. And Perrin told us this. At the cast, like, you got to have some Beyonce because the girls always love Beyonce. Yeah. I like Beyonce. Single ladies. All the single, yeah. single ladies. Yeah. Oh, they and actually then, play the Beyonce the grooms, song. You know who great. the single ladies are, and it leads to, yep, you know, there you go. loosening up, opening up later See? in the night. Yeah. You got to do, I think you got to have some Beyonce in there. And I, I would probably do, like, Shout's a good one. And Shout's great. Don't say good. It's great. I probably. With Pharrell and Jay Z would be. Ooh. That'd be I like good. Happy. 
for real. I just that's so gimmicky though. I don't. What do you mean it's that's gimmicky? So gimmicky though. What do you want? Like low key songs that no one. No, there not knows? low key songs. It's just like happy falls into the same category as like uptown funk. Yes, like that's a great yes. wedding song. Do you want want like 10% of the people to be dancing and everybody else to be like, what is this song? No, you want everybody dancing. No, but you don't have to do the gimmicky stuff. Like at the wedding, they played some like like No Hands, Walk a Flock of Flame and Roscoe Dash. A pretty good wedding song because like it gets people moving and it's not gimmicky. And people, like It's like being like. Drive straight. It's like playing Ed Sheeran at a wedding. Okay. Here's the thing. Have you ever. That was actually the walk-in song. Have you ever. And I couldn't dance to that. I was like. You can't. you can't dance to Grove Street. I mean, you can Could. like, but like you got to. Stoops has. You can't put a dance move to it unless okay. you're Mark Stoops. You know when you're like sitting at like a pregame or like you're in a car with your friend and you put a song on and they haven't heard it and they're like, oh, this is really good. What song is this? And you feel good about it? Yes. You don't want that at a wedding. Right. But there That's are, not the but time there are, for that. But there is a, there is a for in my frame, there is like a Venn diagram of like obscure songs, gimmicky songs that everyone knows, and then there's like. A middle section where it's like, okay. okay, this is your sweet spot of That's songs. That's not what a Venn diagram is. What he just described is that, not that. Yes, that is. No, it is not. Yes, there's a category about, here and a category here, so it, and you put them so, in the middle. So the, there's songs that are obscure and gimmicky because that's what a Venn so diagram imagine, would show. So imagine, okay, it's like on a like on an X, Y, and they get Look closer together. What about Larry Vaught's favorite song, Girls, Girls, Girls? Girls, Girls, Girls. Did you have that one? What's your favorite song then? Which one do you want? I feel like you're uh, wanting to tell oh, us what part? song you No, want. no, 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 not at all. I'm just – I should just, be good. Grant McKinnis is calling me. I'll answer him later. Um, I was curious what you guys would get down shout, to the wedding. Shout would be And I'm a little first. disappointed with I've, your answers. I'm gonna, Whitney Houston. I'm going to be – Whitney uh, Houston's good. Whitney Houston's really maybe good. Maybe this is – I've been told by a few people that I maybe don't have the largest of hearts. Um, not anatomically, just in, in terms of how I uh, – You sure it was hearts or something else that they said yeah, that about? Yeah, yeah, that as well. Um – I haven't been surrounded by a whole lot of love in my life, Brett. I've only been to one wedding, and I'm almost 30. This was my second one. I've only been to two non-families, like non-family ones. Okay, but in general, I've only ever been to one. Haven't even – my brother's been married twice, haven't been to one of them. (laughs) Why? Didn't get the invite? Is it because you've been here? Here. And then one time he got – So he got married in Kentucky. This is great. Your brother did. My brother got – And you couldn't make it? My brother Jack is five years older than me. The first year that he got, ma- the first time he got married to the lady that he's obviously no longer with, he got married to a lady from Cincinnati. And they got married in Kentucky before I even knew what Kentucky was. I was back home playing professional football. Mm. It was during the season. I couldn't get out of playing football. So he came over here and got married. They did a cardboard cutout of me and like had <laughs> me there. Um, the second time I... Wanted, I was planning on flying back because football. I was done with football. It was uh, March last year, I believe, if I'm correct. Uh, I got signed by the Broncos and couldn't fly back, was with the Broncos. I got cut by the Broncos the day of his wedding. Damn. Uh, flew back and basically just watched it, like the initial ceremony um, on Skype. Yeah. And They yeah, Skyped you in? I'm zero from two. So Good I was thing. in Kentucky for one. When he was getting married in Perth, and I was in Perth for one when he was getting married in Kentucky. Did your, uh, did your father, world, John, though, make the trip? Yeah. Oh, John loved it. John loved it. Yeah. Would John be good at weddings? Did he get on the dance floor? Uh, the knee, the fake the, knee. Yeah. Say, the knee would hurt yeah, him a bit. You kind of got sad there before you started all this. you want to talk about it? or? Yeah, no, I just have, I've just only been to one wedding. It's just not a whole okay, lot. Okay, this is going to be a question for you. Let's say you get married, you meet someone really great, maybe you already have, in the next year. Okay. 
I'll put it. I'll put a. I'll put a. a low I'll put a chance. Christmas wedding next year. Christmas time, roughly. Okay. Would you get married here? Or would you go back home and do it? If I met an American girl, if she's from here, I'd probably be getting married. I don't give a fuck about the wedding. So that I mean, she can do whatever she wants. Who I was going to say Max has made his stance very obvious to you and me that he does not want to get married at all. That's not true. Or was it married? Or was it the? No, I want like. 15 kids because <laughs> okay, I need good. to spread my seed around a lot and there needs to be more of me in this world I don't think so there's a couple of people that. in this world that they do not need to procreate I need to do a, I need to make hay while the sun shines I need to spread it <laughs> get as many as we can you've been practicing oh yeah <laughs> I, I no I would get married I, but I would be yeah, I'd I, like to mine be would be the and I don't want to sound like the typical guy like I'd be somewhat interested in what's going on but it would be, hey, you do whatever that's going to make you happy because I don't give a it fuck. It is her I'm day. I'm buying the ring. It is her day or his. Yeah. Depends on what yeah, you want. Friends. But yeah. could be. So what is what would you put the time stamp in? Or a, I know that every relationship is different. How long would you wait? Like, what do you think is the proper – how long do you wait before, like, oh, yeah. I how long do you have to be dating person. someone? Yeah. I think it depends on how long you get along and probably the time of your life. Probably. I think if you're 20, if you're 20 you'd probably, probably be with the person three to four years at least. Mm-hmm. If you're my age, if you get along well after 12 months, then you you know get down, tie the shoelace, and I think slip a year's good. Yeah. I think a year's good. Would you want to live with them before? Yes, yes. Yeah. 100%. I think you've got to. I think that's a, that's a very hard thing to sell in eastern Kentucky, too, because everyone's like, oh, Jesus. And it's like, no, like move, move in, figure out if you can live with the person, and then. Well, yeah, like imagine you go to dinner some and like you like him a lot. You think things are good. You move in, you realize that they're Jeffrey Dahmer, and it's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't marry this. Yes, person. exactly. Yeah. First dinner was a bit interesting. Yeah, yeah I bet. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, so there you go. Wedding, wedding advice and yeah. life yeah, advice. From the three I know that's guys what they wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah, from the three guys who they probably shouldn't get they it from. Never at all. been married. Yep. I don't think you. Have all, you? Si- all single too. All single at the yeah. moment. So clearly, we're very good at staying in relationships. The best. Um. <laughs> Didn't have to open up those can of worms. Miles is close. We'll see. It's like a reverse thing. It's like you and me were in a relationship for a while, and then now it's like, oh, okay, you know. And then Miles is like, mm-mm, fuck you guys. Uh, Bachelor life, right. not no, for me. It's relax, relax. Uh, so I've, this whole pod's been a bit of a downer, but I've still enjoyed it, and yeah, I think we've good. solved a lot of world issues. I think so. I want to finish on another downer. You want to do – so I'll have a high note. You want to drink? You want to go high you note You go first? last. You go last. Then. High note ended on a positive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll go first then. Because I was uh, hanging with a celebrity the other day. It was not you. you well, yes. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, we need to hold ourselves to the highest of standards on this podcast. Oh. The highest. There's three of us here, and we are all accountable for our actions. All of us. There is no pointing finger standing at the... Don't, the, the don't you start. coming at you, but you're it's pointing, not. You're Do pointing. You're pointing. No. It's all of us. I'll start with myself. Yes. And don't... See, this is the problem, Brent, as well. When I start giving the feedback to my... I will start with myself. He instantly looks right at me, though. I'll start with my... Because we knew you were going to think this is coming at you. I you wonder know, why. Don't stand in the corner and point fingers, because when you point one finger, there's four pointing back at yourself. Get the mirror out and look at yourself. I will take accountability, and I hope you guys will jump in, too. Our big dogs this week, absolutely Trash. fucking disgraceful. Shit. Not Absolute good enough shit. at all. We have promised the fan base and our listeners guaranteed winners up until this point of the season. This was a fucking diabolical week for us. And I'm ashamed 
and I'm sad and I apologise to everyone yeah. that jumped on board our yes. big dogs this week because it's not good enough. We pl- it was a direct correlation to the t- how the team played on Saturday. That's I'm getting the mirror out. I'm, it's on me. I was the only one that covered, by the way. But it is hey. <laughs> okay. Wow. What, do we, we give out big covers no, of the week? No, we don't. No, then why does that matter? matter? Why uh, does it matter? No, why? No, yeah. Tell me why. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. That it, makes you feel good about yourself that you got close. It's like him pulling out the mirror. It's like him pulling out the mirror. I pulled out the mirror, but it was a two-way mirror. Yeah, don't. No, he was like looking at the mirror, and he was like, Probably could lose five or ten pounds, but you know what? I still look fucking incredible and walked right out the door. I could lose a bit hey, more I than could five, lose or ten, yeah. five or ten. Yeah, right now. Um, I'm gonna. So it starts with me. It starts at okay. the top. I'm the fucking. I should be leading this fucking program. And I, when I start fucking having bad days, and I let this inconsistency seep into myself, it just seeps down to you guys. You're like the roots of the tree. No, mm-hmm. you, you don't. This, you don't need to lead this. I need to be you better. Can, you can host this. I need I'm to good be better that. at the big We dogs. are a three-for-three three group. Like, yeah. if you win and we both lose, that's not good either. No, we've all lost. It doesn't lost. matter we that you lose lead. Together. No, we are a team. Yes, we win and lose together. But I'm saying, if I lose, we can't fucking We can't go three-for-three. Three. And, it, and it, it ends with, it ends with us. Correct. And it was terrible. I actually need to say something I've noticed. What? I've noticed something. A trend in our big dogs. Whenever I lose a big dog, I always seem to cover – whoever, like the Packers bet. So that maybe, doesn't matter either. Maybe if I'm looking at my, in the mirror, stop taking good Packers bets. Okay. That's, I think, what I need to do. I'm sorry. I will say it. To I'm you, sorry. Well. to both of you, to myself, to, to my listeners. bank account, yes. to the listeners, to my friends and family, to everyone that jumped on board. I'm yep. sure it's a large group of you. We got to Maybe high. the worst week we've had. No, it easily was. Because yes, Brent and I weren't what even was close. Your scores? I lost by seven. Uh, forty to sixteen. Yeah, perfect. I was forty-two to twenty. Perfect. Terrible. Absolute disgrace, and it'll never. We played ha- with we fire, though. It will never happen. I we went after undefeated teams, and they said, "Come at the special. king, best not miss." Yeah. yeah. I did get a text. I told uh, you this. Yeah. Saturday night at about from our expert two a.m. Alabama money line. Oh, she hit. You doubt me? Question mark from Raven Butler, <laughs> as if there was ever a concern. I actually called well, the, her. I called her today. There was a concern. There was. I said, "Were well, you actually worried?" Like laughing, and no. she was like worried. She was like a little bit at the end, <laughs> a little bit at the end. Oh but, man! You want to finish with your high note? Yeah, the celebrity. Um, I Brent, you should have been there with us. Um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know get, where this is going either. He so has no idea. idea. I don't get invited to anything. So no, you did get invited to this. I did. Yeah, you did. You turned it down. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I, by I, the way, I play- I'll start, wait, wait, wait. Before you get to yours, I just want to do a little caveat. Kicked his ass at golf on Friday. I mean, do you just gonna steal my shit? There we go. I played with Tiger Woods on Friday. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I didn't turn it. Yeah. I didn't turn I it down. I played with Tiger Woods on Friday. I didn't turn it down. I had to you had a, Yes, yeah. I know. So. Uh, what a absolutely played the game of my life. It was 2v2. We, I thought the other guy was going to be a... I'm like not going to give him a shout-out for giving us a free oh, round Oh, so I'd have been the fifth guy anyways, so... No, no. Well, mate, we had to call up Mason Wolf oh, okay, because okay. you're out. Yeah. So, Shad. It's Shad, right? Yeah, Shad. Shad gave us a nice round of golf on Friday. He wanted all the Pinot Deep guys to be a part of it. Unfortunately, Brent had work. I mean, <laughs> me and Miles didn't for whatever reason. Uh, Fox didn't want me to come into the office that day. And um, Ernst and Young got about half a day work out of Miles. I think I could have squeezed it in had it not been for the rehearsal dinner, too. Uh, and we went 2v2. Shad plays with Miles. Yeah. I bring on Mason Wolf. We play best ball. Would you call it best ball or just yeah, scramble? Yeah, best either way. Uh, just tore him apart. I just reached. I reached, and it was there, and it was just an unbelievable performance so for me. So, what did you all Putting shoot? Was un- we, uh, me and Mason shot an 84. 
It's not bad. On I, a I scramble? think I probably they accounted used almost for every ninety nine percent of our shots. Nice. Miles was very good. I'll give him that. For how bad and how long he hasn't played for, yeah. if I was expecting a three out of ten performance at best, he probably gave us a six. Mm. I'm gonna have to have the 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 magic rub off because I'm about to hit Hilton Head for my golf trip. So I will report back with. Let us know how you shoot because I was pretty terrible, but much better than I expected to be. It's really weird. It usually on these trips goes. It starts really bad and proceeds to get better. Can we so it can, can we finish with something that make might make you feel a little uncomfortable? I don't. I don't like this. I do. I, I do. do a lot. I yeah. like it a lot because yeah. you're not gonna like. You're this. only as faithful <laughs> as your options. You're I'll put you it that are. Way. I will start with you're I'll only as faithful as your options. We may have an interview this week that you are going to be unavailable for. We cannot skip it. We're gonna have to bring in someone else to do the filming aspect and the technical aspect. You're only as faithful as your options. If he produces well, I'm not sure that there's going to be a spot for you to come back to. Can I ask who it is? Uh, no, I'm who, not who telling you who I'm is? cheating on you. No, no, with. let me know who the mistress is. Why is who, he loading a gun who, right now? Who, 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 are you, who are you leaving me for? Uh, don't, I, don't, I, no, it's just you. Don't, don't tell me it's a bald man whose name starts. No, it is definitely not Rick Nash. <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. We wouldn't stoop that low. I, mm. we, we would stoop low, not that low. Yeah, Ooh, not uh, that low. But there, I'm just saying that seat is really hot right now for you if this guy produces well. If he turns up on time, he brings the stuff, films it, makes a good, good little episode out of it. Does his name start with a Z? I don't know. I actually don't know who it oh, is going to be. Just, no, no, I don't, no, know, don't know who it's going to be. But there is a potential that we'll have an interview during the week this week, and unfortunately you're out because you're going is to it gonna be ahead. Is it going to be up here? or? Uh, unsure. Details yet to be TBD. Decided. Yeah, TBD. And it's not – you all aren't – just want to be sure you guys are not interviewing Bo Allen. Uh, correct. <laughs> no, it is not Bo. Li- okay, live producing. Do we do we even want to put that out at all? Maybe in the summer maybe because just – it Let's was Let's do bad. it in like 20 years. That's like a time capsule? Yeah, like just to throw When back. he goes on to be like We're going to throw it out at some stage just during the middle of a random week and it's going to be titled Worst Episode Ever. I Quickly, too, on Bo. I saw some take today on Twitter. Uh, uh, he would have been handy to have tonight. It isn't in the game. <laughs> yeah, it's no like, shit. Yeah, Joe Burrow would have been handy to have at Ohio State, too. If you're good and you can play, you're not going to sit behind someone. Well, that's but, what I was thinking, too. I don't know if this is probably the best week to put out Bo Allen content. Probably so, not. Probably not the uh, right timing for that. Yeah. So, Bo, if you're listening, eventually we'll, we'll get there. And we'll no video today, too. I know we're addressing that on the back end of this, yeah, but – if you're scrolling job YouTube, security, looking your for job security is not looking. This great. is not on me. This is on uh-huh. this is on the KSR Enterprise. And here we Anything go. Pointing else? fingers again. Yeah, pointing not pointing fingers. fingers. I I live the in the reality that this that is our world. And got anything we else? We have no access to no. a camera. Today. I'm not as down as everybody. I'm down, but I'm not like the high noons in the pit. I'm not in the pit. I'm crawling back up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you've had your big night out. The next morning, you want to be hungover. Oof. You get that first mimosa, and you're like, I'm actually all right. I you think things are going to. Yeah, I think I'm going to be okay. No, you want to give the drinking speech? Is that what you're about to do? Oh, the Burt one? <laughs> uh, yeah. The, I will always be able to drink. Have you heard that speech? I forget what clip it's from. But he's like. Oh, Burt Kosh. Yeah, yeah, where he's like, with whatever Taylor, I do in my life, I will Taylor be able Presley. to drink. When yeah, I get on a that. plane, double, what is it? Double Jack on, on the rocks. rocks. Lots, Lots of rocks. rocks. Yeah. They're like, let's go get a drink when you shouldn't, but you do. 
I was going to say, his what it's I, a really this good is, this is true. Can I say something? This is not an attack on your all's character really fast. Wow. What? So you're, okay, this is one of those things where Brent will say something and you know he's about to do the no, no, He's like, you're the two worst humans I've yeah. ever met, but I don't mean it personally. But I, I didn't mean it like that. This is a reality. But like your that. characters fucking suck. <laughs> Every time I see you guys, you guys drink. Like, that's not a bad thing. Like, no, it's just a, it's a it weekend. To stay alive, you have to drink water every it's day. It's a weekend. You know what I mean. Okay. Like, does it ever get like, and this is, again, not like a judgmental question. I'm just curious. Right, so do, it's going to be a judgmental question. Do you guys get tired of it, though? Because no, you he guys has, this do is like have like the bird. Question. Okay. It is like the to Bert Kaiser. To be clear. We, it's like, not I feel like, like some people are just built different. You're not seeing us at like 8 a.m. on a Wednesday on my way into the yes, office. Yes, I know. What I, know. I, like, yeah, I like I'm, to sip I'm high noons and watch NFLs. Yeah, when I'm yeah like, yes, we drink on a Sunday when we watch games. So to drink every Sunday, no, it's not tiring. Here's what I'm doing this week. To get the team back up, and then we'll end this show. Okay. I feel bad for asking that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was rude. Yeah, you just basically say really rude. That is not at all what I said. And it's, his job's on the line, and he wants yeah, to shoot that at us as if he's going to, like, yeah, that helps help. his chances. That's no. going to help. Wow. Um, if, if I am, this is what Coach Hood was unbelievably good at as a person and as a football coach. Sometimes when you get stuck in your bubble, at the University of Kentucky, or any university for that matter, a football team, and you get stuck in your bottle, it is sometimes always good to bring back a bit of perspective about how lucky you are to be able to do the things that you're doing and how you are able to play SEC football. Sometimes you can get down and caught up in the bubble about, like, oh, you know, we've lost two on straight. In the whole scheme of things, it doesn't matter. There is 8 billion-odd people in the world. I can guarantee you... 7.9999 recurring do not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So don't get caught up in the whole this means all or nothing and all that. I would give them a day of let's get some perspective on this and let's talk about life in general and let's talk about how important it is for us to win this next game and it, even though you want to some people would be like how important it is it's not. Let's just go and play and have fun and enjoy what we're doing and enjoy being part of SEC football and get away from the like roller coaster of emotions of like everything rides on every moment. I that agree was with that. quite a speech. I don't disagree with it. That's though. that's the sentiment I've kind of had as a fan too this week. It's like you know, just perspective. Like it is, it is kind of cool. The only thing with that is it is people's like jobs on the line. It is. Which I get, like, I understand you what you're saying. But you perform better if you're enjoying it and doing it for a purpose and understanding what, how lucky you are to be doing it rather than getting dropped drop, drop down, uh, bogged down. So, okay. I was going to say, but, clutter. like, think about it, Miles. Like, you and me, we have a bad day at work. Like, we don't have to – we don't have to carry that with us in our day. <laughs> so, at Fox, it just doesn't matter what I do at Fox. <laughs> It does not. Still, it does not. What do you What do you have tomorrow for Fox? I'm employed by Fox. Yeah. What's What's tomorrow's you're, schedule you're, for you? You're still a. I'm playing golf. Yeah. You have the day off, huh? Okay. Are you still a current athlete though? Like, are you still on the? I'm a free agent. Okay. Yeah. The amount of days where I'll be literally sitting at my office in Excel, like very deep in some complex model. And he'll call me, and he'll be like, you got to listen to this shit. I'm watching a stand-up right now on Netflix, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, which one of us is winning at life? Because it ain't me. What I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm asking is. My uh, job is my job. I can't make them give me more hours. Exactly. But your job, right, it works for Fox. Our job is a nine-to-five, like most other people's listening, I'm sure. Um, like, when we have a bad day at work, we don't sit there throughout the week and are just like, 
oh, man, just really just hung up on this bad day at work. Like, just because they're playing games okay. doesn't mean, like... I'll, I'll add to that, and I'm, we don't need to get into this too much, but if you're still listening, you clearly love what we're talking about. Yeah, clearly. If you haven't turned off at yet. At this point. Uh, now I lost my train of thought. Wow, perfect. Wow. This is great. That's tough. Mm. Um, when what it, were you saying again? Bad day at work. Right. Yes. As an athlete, it is the one occupation that you get you as a individual get assessed by everyone and a lot of people don't know what they're talking about mm-hmm. and you you open yourself up to at Ernst and Young what about a doctor they're not putting you on a doctor they're not putting you on TV and live performance and everyone gets to ridicule you and tell you how good or bad you've done I mean a doctor's pretty important it though. is important it's not it's important it's way more important than being a football it player is. I'm saying they don't broadcast it live on TV and go like oh geez shouldn't have cut that cord have you seen house <laughs> they brought that's live yeah Grey's Anatomy Grey's Anatomy is very yeah, good yeah. yeah ER it is again important sometimes to realize that all the bad and they will be hearing some bad shit this mm-hmm. week it doesn't matter no cares. It's important, and you should take it very seriously. But at the end of the day, people's opinions, and whether you play good or not, it really, in the whole scheme of things, it doesn't matter. You should hold yourself to a high accountability, but it doesn't matter. So get them away from the like reading all the Twitter stuff, and just like have some perspective and enjoy it. Yeah. Would you come in this week with a positive mindset if you're Stoops, and maybe start the week with a video of some cut ups of some really, really, really good plays they've had this year, and say, "Hey, this is how good we could be when we play well." Yeah. But I would, like block the only all the noise thing about out. that is if Will's not playing this week, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be back, um, and you just put all Will highlights, they're going to be like, no, we don't I mean, there's plenty Will. of defensive highlights. I know, I know. I'd I know. show some made kicks. I know, but it'd be tough. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Made <laughs> kicks would be good. Yeah. Kickoff returns the to the house. The best thing he ever did, ever, and this is to go back to how, why we love Coach Stoops. I've said one negative thing about him today, but why we love him. Best thing he ever did, we, we lost to Missouri on the road. And our season was falling apart. I think it was 2020. They absolutely kicked the shit out of us. And it was the most uninspiring effort we've ever put in. He did the Belichick clip of, what are you seeing here? Our, our, some of our guys have just made a great play and not one of you are getting up and celebrating. You should be celebrating this. We had a goal line stand against Missouri. And we, like, stopped them. And all the defense ran off, and not one person went over and, like, got around and gave high fives. Everyone's just sitting on the bench because it was cold. Said it wasn't good enough. This is – you're supposed to be enjoying football. I'd be getting something like that back out this yeah. week. And just be like, hey, let's just enjoy it. They need something where they're, like, playing together. I didn't just – I didn't feel any energy on Saturday. And it was the first game of the year where I didn't feel that way. Even the other games that have been close that we've lost against Ole Miss, like, I, I still felt like we had an edge to us. I didn't see that Saturday night. For the first time in a long, a like long two, time. three, four years. Yeah, probably since and the Missouri I, And game, I feel actually. like that's such coach speak to be like, we just didn't have that energy tonight. That is so true for Kentucky mm-hmm. with Stoops, though. They've always had that little edge to And, them. again, if you want to have good energy, it's because you're enjoying it and you're loving yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. If you're not showing the energy, it's probably because you're starting to hate it and the grind's starting to get to you. Get, let's get away from that and just get some positivity. Is there anything else? I think we're good. I we've, think I'm we've good. Well, we've done marriage. We've done wedding songs. Yeah. We've done mental perspective. We've done golf. We briefly touched on the game, yeah. and I think we're good. Briefly. He talked about him touching on something as well. Yeah, up he did. Up. Yeah, that well. was, you're all terrible people. Again, yeah. I know. I know. It's I'm fine. being a nice, respectful so, gentleman. I want to finish like this. Brent, whether we see you again or not, it's been great. Wow. Um, 
there's no guarantees in life. Death taxes and... Oh, so you're just killing me on my way to... Well, no, no, no. Oh, we don't sure. We're no, just no, saying no, no. if we happen to not Struck see you... by lightning. I'm just saying. If we happen to not see you again, then it's been good and we've appreciated you. We'll give you a little shout out. Wow. Uh, if you're back, you're back and we... We'll, we'll have him on to, as a guest. Yeah, we'd we'll love to have, have you, you sit on. there again, but... We'd interview you. <laughs> ask you how life's been, catch up with you. You're only as faithful as your options. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see how those options pan out. So, like, do I... Again, I would be... Would a, you like to say goodbye to the fans? I would be... No, that's okay. I would be an option... When I come back from Hilton Head, would I still the only as faithful as your options? Would you ever if you're give me a best, call? Yeah, if you're the best option, you'll be getting well, the 2 a.m. Okay. text of you up. You know, you're ready well, to go. Well, it's also like uh, you're in this deep, long, committed relationship. Uh, I mean, this guy looks okay. He takes you out on one day, chat you up super nice. Next day you go over there, mm, let's see your house, lives in a shack. Yeah, but but it, then if you've eliminated but, your other but, option, then but what we're talking about, I agree. But what we're talking about is the guy that we took out on the date um, turned up late, didn't bring any of the stuff that he was supposed to. I don't want to hear that because who showed up late today? This is what you're doing. This is this is gaslighting. This is this is gaslighting, and you guys know it. Okay, what's your best ability? What do you think? Like, what's the best ability that you bring to this podcast? I told I told I told because it should be availability, and you're not very available next week. At all. <laughs> I don't want to hear that because if I remember, if I'm cr- correct here, the, oh, the, person who's missed, if. the person who's missed the most episodes in this room is Miles. The one that lives in a different city and has a Zoom. job there. Zoom. We always and I've always Zoom. said Zoom. I've always said I'm available to do Zoom. The person who is consistently more on time than the others. I don't give a fuck about the time. Me. me. Uh, hey, uh, what does uh, a wizard do? Hey, he's never late. He's, he's never, never early. He rides exactly to, what yeah. he's supposed to. Yeah. Late. You two are late all the time. I'm here. And it, again, what I do best, availability. Yeah. I don't I don't see you guys posting the podcasts or, you know, making the fun social media wow. clips or this, we've got another hour making left the tweet now, you just open the can of arms if you want to cutting open up it. the podcast, making the video, That's trying to get everything job, set Brent. up. That is that not my job. Your role. What is your role? Yeah, exactly. Do your that job. is my I do it. We, it gets we, I, I would say that there's a high percentage of times it where we are made always to put the tweet done. out. Yeah, when I'm driving. But how many times is that? But yeah, okay, but you can't like claim two, something and like then two, two or three. Ever. What? Two this week, maybe. Two or three this year. When okay. I'm when I'm heading for we've had I'm, six weeks. When when a so pop, half fifty percent. Half. Actually half. Okay, but we how many episodes <laughs> have we done this okay. season? How many episodes Just have look, we done look, this season? This is when you get the mirror out and you say, Yeah, no, 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 no. put the yeah, hand mirrors up. on myself and I've told you guys like, hey, uh podcast has to go up at this time today. I'm going to be taking a exam during this time. Can you guys tweet it? Don't hear back for maybe two hours. Brent, what the fuck? Where is the tweet? All I'm right. working. I have a nine I have five. a job. I, you just want me to take my phone out in the exam? Yes. Tell them you have priorities. That hasn't, there's a reason why I'm still in college, and it's because I've told them before that I have priorities. And I'm at the point where it's like I'm really sick of college, so I'd like to. You should just drop out. Well, I've got one class left. I, one perfect. class. Drop out. One. Be done. One class left. I'm Eight out. weeks. Transfer. We've, Eight we, weeks. As we found out on the show, if you transfer, things get better. Just saying, I've got a lot of things to do, and I still make sure this podcast gets up on time. And as far as I'm concerned, that's all that's And that's matter. why I wanted to give yeah. you a little shout-out and say yeah. we've appreciated you. And, and Sorry for that abrupt ending to that conversation for all of you that were hanging in there. Um, it was hilarious because we had about another 15 to 20 minutes talk about Brent and he, whether he's good at his job or bad, and we were giving him the feedback. Uh and we realized that it just had cut off and 
uh, the irony of the fact that Brent was trying to say how good he is at his job. That's and not it, what I was saying. is unbelievable. So we apologize that you missed out on some absolute words of wisdom for the last And then we're making this part really quick because we do need to wrap it up. Yes. All right. You two grade my performance then. A to F. Well, you just didn't realize that the podcast hadn't even been podcasting for the last 20 minutes. It wasn't that performance long. Performance of what? Today? Look, today or life? Overall, this season. Brent Wayne you, Scott's like podcasting performance. Podcasting performance, what I do I'll give for you, this show. I'll, I'd give say you, I'll give you a B plus because you get the plus because I like the YouTube videos and what you've been able to do. That was good. Okay, thank um, you. I think the YouTube's been very good. I'd give you just a B. I'm literally If you had done Instagram, everything, TikTok, all the stuff we talked about, A++++. Plus, plus, plus. plus but plus. there's been a few times. Where, and then your inability to get music on the pod when I've asked for it, that gets you there. I know you're saying that that's legal reasons. Yes. Fuck it. Let's go to jail. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Bring it on. Let's get it in there. There um, are some other circumstances that have happened that have, I will admit, that have contributed to making my B plus a B plus and not an A, but... Okay, I, that's, we're, it we're, you get your hand yeah. cut off or we something? Are, we are growing. Bengals or Ravens, by the way? Ravens minus three. Ravens? Yep. Bengals. I think everybody likes Ravens. All right. I may go Max said Bengals. I'm going Ravens. All right. Okay. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks. Ciao, ciao. Thanks. Thanks.